tired of the everyday grind? Want to get away from it all? Descent into paradise. Florida. Greetings, everybody, from sunny Florida. Here's wishing you the best of everything. And it's my personal belief that the best of everything comes from right down here. Well, hey, all you cool cats and kittens. This is Steph from JustTodayInParadise.com, and welcome to episode six of Just a Podcast in Paradise. Me and the Dip Crew think we're pretty lucky to live in the Sunshine State, and it is our goal to help you plan for your very own day in paradise. With all there is to see, do, and experience, we know that planning your Florida vacation can be overwhelming, so don't worry, we've got your back. You can consider us your locals in the field. We'll do the research, and you reap the benefits. Also, guys, what kind of friends would you be if we didn't offer you a delicious beverage while we hang out? So today we're paying homage to a Caribbean-inspired cocktail that we had on our last trip to Epcot at the Festival of the Arts. This roasted banana daiquiri is super refreshing and just the right amount of sweet, just like us. So I think banana is super appropriate today because we're going to be doing a lot of monkeying around as we introduce you to some of our favorite spots to get up close and personal with some animal encounters. So let's hurry up and get started. So kick up your feet, throw on your shades, and let's take a trip to paradise. All right. So today we've got Garrett and Megan in the studio with us again. Uh, As you can imagine, Megan's pretty excited for this one. Absolutely. When it comes to animals, Florida has a lot to offer. I like to be able to get my hands in there and touch them, look mm-hmm. them in the eyes. So it's one of my favorite things to talk about. I have a lot to say. All right. We're excited. What about you, Gare? Gare Bear? Well, I love animals, too, you know, at a, at a normal amount. <laughs> the Megan. average amount of animals. The average amount of animal love that you can have. But my lovely lady loves them so much that I love them as much as she does, actually. That's freaking adorable. all right so uh we're gonna start with taking us back we're gonna time travel a little bit here because while florida definitely has a lot of wild animals that we're known for uh roadside attractions in florida have always been a thing so florida's been a popular tourist attraction way before disney way before even miami was a big tourist draw and in fact driving through florida was a real spectacle in and of itself as early as the 1890s visitors flocked to saint augustine alligator farm that was a long time ago people have always loved gators why do you think that is they're like the closest thing we can see to dinosaurs. Mm. Garrett would disagree. Crocodiles. I mean, they're but not dinosaurs. If you imagine a dinosaur, it's not that different from a gator. Dinosaurs are scary. Megan, dinosaurs are birds, so let's just... They're like giant this. chickens. Yeah. Like turkeys. Mm-hmm. They're the turkeys of the past. Mm-hmm. So this era in the 1800s sparked what we now refer to as Florida roadside attraction. So we talked about in last the last episode, Florida is long. So driving through it takes a heck of a lot of time. And all the roadside attractions that were along the way pulled tourists in, and many of them are still standing today in all of their old Florida glory. A vast majority of them feature up-close and personal animal encounters. 
So I figured we would start with one of my favorites. And it's one of my favorites because I think it's really, really unique. I've never done anything like it before, especially at the price tag, which isn't too crazy. Because sometimes you can do those like behind the scenes tours at a zoo or, you know, you shake a giraffe's hand and they're expensive. They don't have right? hands, do they? Giraffe's hooves. What if, what if they did have hands, though? Like fingers? Like giraffes were like running around like with those long necks and long legs and everything but they had hands that would be weird and they like grabbed things with it yeah <laughs> horrifying they and then they could climb trees yeah but you wouldn't be able to they wouldn't be able to sneak up to on climb anything a tree if you were that tall? you wouldn't be able to sneak up on anything but mm-hmm. imagine like seeing you're in a plane in san francisco you see a giraffe on top of a redwood that's that's a that would be a sight I don't know anyone that does a California podcast, but maybe we could let them know what your thoughts are. Um, So, this first stop on our tour today is Monkey Jungle, right outside of Miami. Mm. Have you been there? I believe I have. It's like a a distant childhood memory. Yeah, that makes sense. Because it's been around for a long time. Uh, It was actually founded in 1935. Jeez. Which is incredible. That it was standing that long. Uh, This is one of the first tourist attractions that allowed the animals to roam freely around the property. Monkey Jungle is a 30-acre zoological park with 300 primates that call it home. So I've been a couple times. You haven't been, Garrett. No. Let me describe it to you. Okay. So imagine a world... So typically... Okay, let's back up. So when you go to a zoo... Right? You're going to go see the monkeys at the zoo. They're Explain in their own to cages. me that they're in the cages. I knew right? where we were going with that. Plot twist. Monkey jungle, the people are in the cages. And the monkeys are. And the monkeys are free. My sister actually got spit on by one of the monkeys. That's terrible. Yeah. Wow. I'm sure she's nice I, yeah. and didn't deserve that <laughs> to happen. It's all coming back, coming back <laughs> to me now. Well, you know, that's what happens when you're the one in the cage. You know, sometimes you get heckled. Yeah, it's to be expected. So essentially, there's all these walking trails, and there's like a monkey water swimming area, and the cage goes all the way around you. You know what I mean? Like it kind of encloses the walkway, and there's these hanging bowls that are on a chain, and at the front, you can get... We're getting sippage. I'm picking up some sippage. Sorry, it's my frozen banana daiquiri. <laughs> I'm out. Are all daiquiris frozen? I think all daiquiris are frozen. It's my banana daiquiri, just a regular. No, because we made Hemingway daiquiris and they're not frozen. They're Hmm. just chilled. Interesting. We'll do a podcast about daiquiris. (laughs) Um, But anyway, so they have these little bowls and they're on chains. Hmm. And you put like dried fruit in there for them that you could pick up at the front or bring in with you like raisins or whatever. And you put it in and all the monkeys rush and they frantically like pull up the bowl and they eat the fruit and they throw it right back at you. They're like, fill it again. And, fun fact. Breaking news. Heard of a little hurricane called Andrew? Yeah. Yeah, so when Hurricane Andrew rolled through here, well, not here, but Miami, it was one of the worst hurricanes ever. I think it was in the the 90s or the 80s? No, it was 90s. 92. Our producer uh, just let me know that 1992, Hurricane Andrew rolled through, and it was the worst hurricane ever that we had experienced at that point. In fact, a lot of the coding that has come out of that is all post-Hurricane Andrew. Mm -hmm. Uh, But anyway, the monkeys escaped, and they were running all over. I don't know if they got them all back. They were literally... 
monkeying around Ugh. town. They have howler monkeys there. That's horrifying if you were sleeping in bed and there was a, a wild howler monkey running gibbons? around. Do, should I do a howler monkey impression? Yeah, yes. Please, please. Okay. So howler monkeys get their name because they, they scream. And if you've ever been close to a howler monkey, which you can get really close to a howler monkey here, they you can hear them, I think, it's like two or three miles away. It's like an incredibly long distance that you can hear them. They go... Sounds like a like car alarm. Yeah. I think I just blew out the mic. But yeah, so howler monkeys. <laughs> you want to try? No. I'll try. <laughs> no. Yours is way more lower pitch. Megan's? <laughs> Sorry, I don't have the singing voice of right. an angel except. I have a big range. Mm. Oh, anyway, so yeah, Monkey Jungle, totally recommend it. Especially, that's one of those things, if you only have, like, a day or two in Miami, you're with a family, or you want to go on, like, a fun date, that would be easy to do. Because it's not like a big zoo where you could spend, like, the whole day there. I think you could walk through it in an hour or two and... Have your fun, and it's not crazy expensive. So That's it's pretty cool. what happened to me in the Tampa Aquarium. I was supposed to go there for a whole day, mm-hmm. and it it took us thirty minutes to get through it. <laughs> yeah, that's always a bummer. Like if you were so excited plan on spending the whole day there, and then it just it literally took us a half hour. Yeah, it's kind of small, but there's some exhibits there that are pretty unique. There is like a what's I forget the name of the exhibit, but it's supposed to kind of mimic like wetlands. Yeah. Like Florida wetlands. And they have all these exotic ducks. And they're so chill. You could just go right up to them and, like, give them a little boop. Yeah. My, friend, know, got bit, my friend got bit by that one. Bit really? By one. Yeah. Shout bit out Glades. Bit by a duck? Huh. Shouts out Glades. Yeah. But they don't really hurt, I don't think. But maybe no, startle it's just you. a duck. Yeah. yeah. But they're really cute. Yeah. And they just kind of nap there. They're really chill. Cool. So next on our list is a local spot. I know you guys went here recently. And this is a little bit different because it's a privately owned sort of sanctuary. Essentially yeah. a house with a big yard. It's yeah. Shy Wolf Sanctuary. It's located in a residential area. It's essentially someone's large property that over time has turned into this beautiful sanctuary. Um, Nancy Smith was the founder. She rescued her first exotic animal, which was a baby black Asian leopard with a missing leg in 1993. Hmm. And then in 1994, she started acquiring wolves, and then it became an official entity known as Shy Wolf Sanctuary in 2001, and has taken off since. Um, Jenna Fisher, who plays Pam on The Office, actually visited there recently. Shout out to Office Ladies Podcast. Mm-hmm. She was there? Yeah. yeah she what? was there. Exactly. And she took a picture with a wolf. A, a photo wow. that they posted went viral, and has, they have like 87,000 followers now, so That's they're like awesome. they're on the map. It's you have to make an appointment. It's uh-huh. appointments only. It gets booked out far in advance. How, so like, I would say get on the waiting list as soon as you know you're going to come to Florida. If that's your intention. How long did we have to wait? Probably like five months. Yeah, f- about yeah. five months it took so us to get So do it as there. soon as possible. Wow. But you only pay fifteen dollars as a donation. It all goes back to the animals. It's a you know nonprofit. Mm-hmm. They accept more too. Like at the end, they kind of just ask for donations. Yeah. So. And they yeah. have, like, you can get, like, shirts and things like that, which, of course, also go to the, the animals because it's a lot to feed all of those. They have wolves. They have a cougar. They have, they have a lemur. skunk, foxes. Uh, Don't they have a panther? Yeah, yeah. they have a yeah. Florida panther. Mm-hmm. Megan wanted to, like, get into that cage. They have, like, a bobcat. And I think 
the bobcat has a regular house cat friend living in his enclosure, inclo- yes, which yes. is super wow. cute. Yeah, it's like his companion. That's cool. And what I also like is that they basically, you know, let you interact with the animals only if the animal is feeling like it. Like, if they bring you in the wolf enclosure and they don't care about you, then they don't care about you. It's like whatever the, the wolf wants to do. They have a lot of wolves and wolf hybrids. The hybrids tend to be friendlier. Mm. But it's really cool. You learn a so lot of the differences. So what's a wolf hybrid? Megan. Is that like 10 different kinds of wolf? It's like wolf and dog. Yeah. Mixed. Like Balto. Oh, okay. Like they might be like half wolf, half German shepherd, huskies mm. in there sometimes. And they do DNA tests on most yeah. of them so they can tell you like their exact makeup. And, it's very informative. And, and the and, reasoning why, I mean, they have so many of so many of them is because people will buy them like as exotic pets and then realize, oh, I'm going to lose my house because I have to pay this much to pay for food and yeah. everything. Mm-hmm. And... They don't know how to care for a wild animal. Pepper, stop being a wolf. I spit on you. Wolves don't bark, do no. they? Do wolves bark? They, yeah, right? No. Really? No, they howl. I know Dogs howl. one sure. of the wolves a that they one. came in contact with, the person had bought it thinking that it was a wolf hybrid, mm. and it became too much for them, so they gave it to Shadow Sanctuary, who then tested it and discovered that it was 100% wolf. Wow, that's crazy. So they've got a, a lot of... Interesting animals there, and they you learn so much about the differences between wolves and dogs, which are more than you would think. So we went there once, and yeah, it took a couple of months to be able to get in. When did you? And this was a long time ago. This was probably like three years, maybe. Hold on. Stop shuffling. Sorry. I hear all your shuffling. Sorry. It's okay. And uh, we so yeah so like Megan said that they have a ton of different animals. They kind of just you know rescue and and take them in. And there's this one lemur that lives there. And we were lucky enough, I don't know if this happened while you were there, but someone started a howling. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that happened. So all the wolves started howling, and it kind of just kind of went around the whole facility. But we saw the lemur howl. He was howling with the wolves. Something similar happened with us. The coyote howl. He like, can't howl can't anywhere howl. near as well. But right. he tries. But he started, he, yeah. he started, he just wanted to start it so bad. Right. It was so bad. He, he was not going to They all think it. they're wolves. That's hilarious. <laughs> How could you not? There was also, uh, I think she has since passed, but there was a prairie dog named Baby or Baby Girl. And she was really fat. And she liked to be kind of like held on her back and squeezed. And at the end of our tour, they passed around the fat prairie dog. There were prairie really dogs cute. on there. But we didn't get yeah. to hold any, so maybe that one did pass. They did mention a particular guy prairie dog that was quite the biter. So Oh, really? No, she was very docile. Maybe she had died before we got there. I don't know. That yeah. was dark. I'll cut that oh. off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> so uh, next up on our list... I don't cut it out. When you think about uh, when you think about animal encounters or zoos in Florida, you know, I think one of the most popular ones would be SeaWorld. Give me a second. Maybe we'll talk about something that's not on the list, like Bush Gardens, for instance. Megan, when's the last time you went there? That's a nice animal encounter. Probably when I was in like eighth grade. Eighth grade, wow. So that was about ten years ago for folks. No, eleven. Wow, Megan. Don't tell people your age. It's fine. I'm 25. Oof. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, but that that is definitely a really cool place to go. I mean, a really awesome animal encounter. You're able to rent out one of their safari buggies, and you can take a tour and take a look at the giraffes. The and... only safari I care about is Animal Kingdom's Kilimanjaro safari. So, so, what you're, so what you're telling me is you wouldn't care about an African safari? I right? mean, uh, Kilimanjaro is African. But That's you're talking true. about... Uh, the, it's other than Disney? 
Oh, you mean in Africa yeah, would I go Africa. on safari? I mean, yeah, absolutely. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like a bucket list thing. I would love to do that. Um, but when you think about SeaWorld, obviously kind of a polarizing company. Some people have very strong opinions one way or the other. Uh, would like to share some fun facts about SeaWorld because I think they kind of get a bad rap. Uh, yeah. SeaWorld has to date saved 24, or rescued rather, 24,000 wild animals and released them back into the wild. Uh, far more than PETA. Ooh. Just saying. Oh, so burn to PETA. Was um, the back, PETA? <laughs> yeah. Clap back, PETA. Let PETA us know how you feel at the Dip Pro on Twitter. Uh, <laughs> and SeaWorld has the largest and one of the most advanced rescue programs in the United States. So while they definitely do keep a lot of animals uh, in their zoos for us to learn about and enjoy, they do a lot to uh, work in the ocean, for the ocean, and with a lot of uh, their catch and uh, release programs to rescue them. I will say that was probably one of my favorite trips when I was in middle or in elementary school. We went to SeaWorld and slept there for the night. We talked about this in, a, yes. in, in an earlier pod. Mm-hmm. You said Lauren got to do it and you didn't. Yeah, I didn't. But I wasn't a girl we got to sleep next to the beluga whales. Um, but the best part about all of that, the best part about SeaWorld is the shark encounter. Oh, so cool. I love oh sharks. Oh my gosh. Love sharks. Mm-hmm. But they intimidate me. They I keep can... my distance. They should. You yeah. respect them. I think them. that's just I like respect them. instinctual. You don't want to like poke mm. or prod a shark. Yeah. But everybody knows about SeaWorld. Not everybody knows about Discovery Cove. Yeah. I think if you're a Floridian, you've heard of Discovery Cove. I've heard of it. You've that. heard of it? You get I've sweet Florida that. resident discounts. Sweet Florida discounts. Uh, but Discovery Cove is SeaWorld's sister park in Orlando. And they call it a park, but I think that's not really doing it justice. So Discovery Cove is really more like a day resort. So they have an all-inclusive package that you can buy, which uh, you can either swim with dolphins, which is pretty cool if you've never done it before, or you can just kind of enjoy the facilities for the day. And I think the big draw is everyone wants to swim with the dolphins, right? Get your picture with the dolphins, whatever. We've been a few times, and we did it once, and it was like, cool, I've done it, but the rest of the park is really awesome. So they have a huge reef, like a man-made reef with oh gosh, I don't know, thousands of fish. And these are all kind of, it's a temperature controlled reef, so it's a lot colder than it would normally be, you know, at that depth. I think the deepest it gets is like 10 or 15 feet. Yeah. You know? Um, But there's all these cool uh, fish that you can swim with, and there's giant stingrays that kind of just come up on the beach, and you can pet them. And it's a really neat experience, especially if you're not a really strong swimmer or strong snorkeler, because you're not... You know, to be able to see these fish, you'd have to be out, like, at an actual reef or, you know, in an open ocean. So it's a pretty cool, controlled sort of environment. They also have a bird aviary, which is cool. And you've been. Yes, yeah. I love it. It's, it's very relaxing. Mm-hmm. So it's a good place, to, I would say, for a family to go where the parents want to be able to relax and hang out without, like, walking over the park all day. Mm-hmm. But the kids will still enjoy it because there's the aviary, which is awesome. You can feed the birds. You can snorkel with the fish. You can like basically be face to face with otters as well, which is a is a delight. Yes. So what you're saying is Discovery Cove is that perfect middle of the week park to go to when you take your maybe week or two week vacation if you're not from Florida. A lot of them take long long vacations when they come here. Yeah, so maybe that's Discovery Cove's right in the middle there. You get a little rest day between going from Disney 
Discovery Cove, maybe SeaWorld after, then Universal, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, so it's a great little, break yeah. from the craziness of the bigger theme parks. Uh, and what's neat is if you buy a pass, which you have to make a reservation for, it's not really like a ticket, mm-hmm. uh, they only let in a 1,000 people per day usually is the maximum. And that might change now that we're in a mm-hmm. post-corona world, uh, but that's the way it used to be. And they, it usually comes in a package where you can also then, after that reservation, go visit Aquatica and SeaWorld, and you get like unlimited um, attendance for a week or two or whatever promotion they're running at the time. And I think, Meg, you saw that they have some extras that you can purchase with your reservation. Well, for one, your ticket already comes with meals and drinks. That's true. Really All-inclusive, nice. yes. It comes with? Yeah. Correct, yeah. Mm-hmm. You can buy now, like, an upgraded drink package. So they have, like, the regular package comes with, like, beer and wine. But if you wanted to upgrade to some of their mixed drinks, it's a little bit extra per person. It's kind of the cafeteria style where you, like, just pick what you want and mm-hmm. they have, you know, a bunch of things put out. It's, it's cool. The food's not bad. Um, but as far as extras go, you can pay to swim with sharks. Mm. You can fa- feed a stingrays. And they also have something called Sea Venture. I don't know if anyone's familiar with it. But you basically have, like, a big, like, I don't know diver mask like helmet um, yeah it's a helmet yeah like a diver mm-hmm. helmet and you can like walk on the floor yeah. with the the creatures so it's definitely cool worth checking out mm-hmm. and sometimes like last time we went we actually got the sea venture for free it was just like a special they were running you got like an upgrade of whatever package and we opted for that instead of the alcohol and it was well worth it, it was you the... chose walking on the seafloor over alcohol yeah and i'll tell you why because if you're going to be swimming and snorkeling all day and you're really going to enjoy yourself, you don't want to be, like, loaded. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You could drink after. It's a wind-down kind of place, not, like, Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So what did you think of the Sea Venture? I haven't done Oh, it. it's totally worth it. I think if you've never done it, it's really cool because you can, like, in the helmet, you have a full field of vision and you can just breathe normally. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only thing that's weird about it is you can definitely feel the pressure because yeah. you're like 15, How deep is it? I think it's uh. 15 feet down. Yeah, that, that would um, mess me and up. you know, you have to like take a break for a minute on the ladder. It's really, really heavy. So they have like an, like an assisted like pulley system that, you know, helps lower you into the water, but it's really, really cool. And you don't need to be any level of fit to be able to do it. It's not like, you know, uh, scuba diving or anything. Yeah. Neat. Don't get the bends if you scuba dive. That's all I. That's all I've heard. Yeah, you don't want to do that. Don't Never get scuba the, dive. Don't get the bends. Scuba, scuba dove. Scuba, scuba dive. Do, scuba doven. Doven. Scuba dove. Scuba dive. Can someone? Dwarf. Can a certified scuba diver answer? Scuba Let us know at the dip crew. Scuba dove. Scuba, scuba dive. Or not. Scuba dive. Okay. <laughs> dip damn dove. All right. So uh, next up on our list, we're going back to Miami. We're going to ZWF or the Zoological. Wildlife Foundation. Uh, Meg, tell us what you learned on the internets about this place. I've never personally been. I have. I believe you have. Mm-hmm. It looks right at my alley because it's one of the few places where you can really get up and close with a lot oh, of yeah. different animals. Um, it is appointment only, similar to Shy Wolf. It's a guided tour, and they have like a couple different packages. Um, it's very on time, price, and then the kind of animals you encounter. Like the general, like the lowest cost option is the wildlife experience which is an $85 one hour tour and you just kind of go through and see all the animals that you have but you might be able to get a t- to touch a lot of them and then the kind of most expensive package is the special wildlife experience mm. which is a whopping $700 a person oh God. but it's Good. a three hour tour mm-hmm. and you get like animal specific encounters like the serval the spider mo- monkey 
spider monkey, uh, sloth, <laughs> owl, and more than that. So you can pay for some of those on their own. Like you can pay just to meet a sloth or you can pay $700 to meet basically all the animals that they have. Mm-hmm. I think if I saved up, I would probably do that one. You know, if I'm going to go, I'm going to go hard because it sounds like. Yeah, no. So when we made the reservation, uh, this is probably like two years ago, maybe. Um, you know, everywhere on their website, and then once you get there as well, you know, it's kind of like you said, the Shiloh Sanctuary. So it's somebody's house, really, and you know, like a huge facility. I think it's actually just outside Miami, but on a huge property, and they talk a lot about. That the animals are rescued or, you know, they save them from poachers, things like that. So we thought that was really cool. They actually talk about this place in the Netflix series. I was about to say, why did they talk about this place? They They do talk about this. Uh, And the documentary alleges that this is actually, um, they're not actually saving animals. That they're, like, breeding tigers. Wait, is it that one guy? Which guy? The guy no, that used to be, like, Carolina. involved in drugs or whatever? Yes. It is that guy that's that Oh, yeah, the oh, guy wow. that... He was, like, mm-hmm. no, they, 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 ba- they based, <laughs> like... Didn't they base, like, Scarface off of him or something? I think that's what they said, yeah. 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 Uh, so I didn't meet him, uh, but I did meet oh. a lot of the animals. We actually got to hang out with a white tiger cub. So the whole... The tour was amazing. The people that were there... Was a lion? My, this just in, it was actually a lion. Breaking news. Breaking news. From the producers. From the producers. Producer. From yeah. the producers. <laughs> it was actually a white lion cub. Uh, and I had... Sorry, go ahead. What tour did you guys do? So did you we like add did, on to it? We did the general, general wildlife experience, and then we got like a separately ticketed sort of thing where we could hang out with the cub. And it was really cool. I felt kind of going back and watching the di- documentary like an idiot. Like, obviously, they don't just have cubs all the time. You know? They're making it happen. Right. right. But I think, you know, when you're like, oh, I get to touch a baby animal. It's so cool. So, you know, I guess depending on how you feel as far as, uh, you know, zoos in general or exploiting a baby animals for your pleasure, this might not be something that you want to do. But while we were there, it seemed like all the animals were taken care of and everybody yeah. was happy. Yeah, I'm okay with it. One yeah. time when I was little outside of a Chuck E. Cheese, some guy had some baby lion and tiger cubs that I got What? Now through. that is not was, right. Was he a Florida man? It was definitely a Florida man. Okay. Only, who else could have done such a could thing? It have been, could it have been Joe Exotic? It could have been. It wasn't. Was I would have remember long? that. As an adult, I was like, this is not okay what happened. But as a child, <laughs> right. I never forgot it. I was like so proud. I would tell my friends that I held a baby lion cub. And like he's like, I never saw him again. Like cheese. he was like there one time and then gone. Like a legend. For God's sake. For God's sake, help. Uh, yeah, so maybe, maybe not go to the Zoological Wildlife Foundation. But we're just telling you like it is. You know, it's up to you what you do. But that's what they're about. Uh, so let's go back up. To Three Sisters Springs, right north of Tampa, to a little place called Crystal River. Ooh. Yeah, so Crystal River, we've been a few times, but why don't you educate us, Meg, on what is so special about Crystal River? Crystal River is the only place where you can legally swim with manatees in Florida. We like to do things that are legal for the most part. And it's one of the manatees' oh. favorite places to go. It's like the seasons change. It's mm-hmm. a manatee hotspot. It's like the go-to. Like if you're a cool manatee, you go to Crystal it's River. It's literally a hotspot if you're a cool manatee because what happens is the ocean gets cold. 
Yeah. And the springs stay warm all year round, so you're a cool manatee, and you come to this hot oh, spot. God. You get it? That's yeah. That's precisely correct. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, go ahead. Uh, some tips. If you go when it's cold, which is going to be really hard to get in the water, but they're more likely to be in like the springs where it's super clear because it's warmer water when it's so cold. Mm-hmm. So if you can bear it, like if you're from the north and you're on a baby like we Floridians are, mm-hmm. go in the winter months because you'll see them in such clear, beautiful water. And it'll be amazing. I think you'll see them regardless because we went, the first time we went, what? When was the that? The first time we went, I think in maybe September or October. But it wasn't cold. It was warm. And we still saw manatees. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we just went this last time, I think in February or November. I don't know. But it was, still wasn't cold and we saw manatees. Aren't they, aren't manatees off the endangered species list now? Yes, they are. Yeah. We saved them. Just saying, we saved them. Dick, All right, Dick everybody Roo can drive as fast as they can through manatees. Saved, now. No, no, we still have to do our part to keep them safe. But here's the thing. So manatees are gigantic. Yeah. The first time you see one in the water face to face... They're freaking massive. Like, I'm pretty big, and I'm, like, the size of a baby manatee. You know what I mean? You're, like, also, a fetal manatee. Also, something you don't know is they're really fast. Like, yeah. I spam on top of trying to catch up, and they are so mm-hmm. fast. They don't look like they're even moving that much. Yeah, yeah. but they're like, so fast. You can fast. try to chase them, which you're not supposed to do, but they're just want to get, get right a closer look. Right. You don't have to touch them. Do you remember that unless video? Unless they want to be touched. That video we saw a few days ago, it was the dog swimming towards the manatees, and then, like, saying, Stop! Stop! Huh. And the dog gets right up next to it, and the manatee like misses it by two. Like wax him two with his inches. back. Yeah. Tail? Yeah. Wow. And he's like, "Yep, nope, I'm done." That's crazy. Swims away. That's funny. I wonder if it was trying to like boop him. Chew him. Yeah. But yeah, they're pretty fast. Uh, but they breach at the top of the water because they're mammals. So they come up to breathe, and even though they can swim away pretty quickly, when they're just kind of, you know, breaching, breaching at the top of the water, if you don't see them because they're dark and the water's dark, you hit them with a boat, you kill them. So it's really sad. So if you're renting a boat, whether you're uh, in an intercoastal, the ocean, whatever, there will be posted manatee signs everywhere. So watch out. Yeah. And like, there's no, no, wake zones. no real risk with swimming with manatees. Like manatees are oh, never no. gonna hurt you. Like they're so peaceful. They're sea I highly cows. recommend it. Don't be afraid. Yeah, yeah. But cows can hurt you. I guess a cow could hurt you. And like well, a cow might like buck you, but what? What's a manatee, manatee gonna do? Whip Cuddle you? you to death. They're just gonna move away. Be so cute with their little they whiskers. They have whiskers. Yeah, like a little mustache. Yeah. A little beard. Wait, when we were at Epcot, didn't they have some man- they have some manatees? Yeah, they do um, have manatees yeah. at the Sea Pavilion. The sea oh Pavilion, yeah, Friends Pavilion. Yeah, they eat lettuce. So cute. Really they cute. They munch and crunch on the lettuce. Yeah, if you're underwater with them, you can hear them chewing, and it's mm-hmm. one of the cutest things of all time. Cool. Uh, so this is one that's pretty popular. I don't think any of us have been. The closest I ever got was on the way back from Orlando one time. We pulled over. We're like, let's just go in and do it. And it, then we were like, eh, we don't have time. And we went back to the car. Like, we literally got out of the car and got back in the car. We're talking about Gatorland. If anyone's been, please tell us about yeah, it. Yeah, let us know how it is. We'll but tell you a little bit. We feel like, uh, I think the reason that Floridians probably don't go to Gatorland is because there's probably a gator in my backyard right we now. We live in like, Gatorland. Yeah, it's not yeah. that impressive. It's probably like going to, I don't know, what, where who else are there animals? The, going uh, to what kangaroo land in australia right you're not gonna be an australian and go to kangaroo world <laughs> stupid they're everywhere you know it's they've done that right so yeah so tell us about gatorland mate. well gatorland despite its name doesn't just have gators what they why have crocodiles they have wild cats Scary. they have birds they have tortoises they have snakes 
It opened in 1949, and it was Whoa. originally titled Wait. Florida Wildlife Institute. But they felt like that seemed like a government like organization, like yeah. not like a, a tourist hotspot. So some kind of like Terminator esque. So they changed the name to mm-hmm. Snake Village and Alligator Farm, which sounds kind of fun. I'd like to see a village run by snakes. <laughs> That's weird. I picture like here's a snake at the general store. And here's Doctor <laughs> Snake. Doctor's- yeah. <laughs> what kind snake. of souvenirs? <laughs> do you want? And you're like, oh, this guy again. <laughs> <laughs> Get it out. Yeah, it takes so long. Um, and then they kind of rose to fame a little bit because they had a 15-foot crocodile named Bone Crusher. Whoa. So obviously anyone who sees that is like terrified yeah. but intrigued at the same time and they kind of gained popularity. 15 feet's a lot. Yeah. yeah. You're 6 feet. That's more than double most humans. I'm 5.5 feet. I'm five. You're one. five five? I'm five five six. Seven, five, but I was seven. rounding down. Yeah, so it could eat to... us easily. Yeah. It could really eat anyone easily. Um no, but that was in like nineteen forties, fifties, so you... I would imagine that bone crusher has passed. No, but they live for a while. They do live for a while. I remember that in science class. Bone crusher, if you're out there, hit us up at the dip crew. Yeah. Anyone um, got points or... of bone crusher, send it in. <laughs> Where... Sorry, go ahead. There's more to say. Sorry, go ahead. Jeez. Finally, in 1954, after they were, like, feeling like they were recognizable for their gators and crocs, they changed their name to Gatorland. And here we are today. Gatorland, still talking about them. Where is it again? Central Florida? It's Orlando area. Yeah, it's just just outside of Orlando. Okay, I've been there. Okay. What do you remember? I remember a lot of gators. Okay. I was It was my eighth grade trip. Uh-huh. And that was, like, one of the, like, just Eighth the grade stop, was a big year for you. The stopping spots. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, a Florida roadside attraction. Yeah, yeah, yeah I remember that. About. They also have, you might remember him, if you don't remember Bone Crusher, a, like a really large gator uh, that he had an interesting name, Cannibal something. Hold on, bear with me. I, I don't know too much because it was just one of those like quick little things you did. Mm-hmm. It's closer, it's cl- kind of close to St. Augustine, I'm pretty sure I remember. Really? Because there is a gator farm in St. Augustine. And that might have been the one I went to. Yeah. Lots of gator farms. In well, uh, yeah. Turns out there's a lot of them. <laughs> um, You're thinking of Gator Village Snake Farm. Ah, <laughs> that's what it was. It was a um, 12-foot gator that they also had named okay. Cannibal Jake. Cannibal Jake. <laughs> so cool names, large reptiles, <laughs> Gatorland. Hashtag Gatorland. Uh, so next up, we're going to Tampa, back to Tampa, really. This zoo is voted time and time again as the number one zoo in the country Wow! by, I think it's Mom's Magazine. Is that real? Yeah, let me look it up. Like my Mom's Magazine, like Maria, my personal like magazine? Yeah. <laughs> Hold on, we should know. Well, in the meantime, I think one of the reasons that the zoo is like so reputable is that it's a lot more than just a zoo. Mm. They have like trams, they have rides, they have aviaries, they put on shows. Animal encounters, of course, which you can expect at most zoos, but it's just like a it's like a theme park slash zoo. Where yeah. is wait, this is in Tampa? It's in yeah. Tampa. Yeah. Lowry Park Zoo. So it's voted number one family friendly zoo in the US by Parents Magazine. Thanks, Never Parents. Parents magazine. Shout out to the parents. But it's Thanks. a really cool zoo. Uh, the animals are really taken care of. It seems like every time we've been, there's a baby being born. And I'm no zoologist, but I feel like if the animals are comfy enough to procreate, they're having a good time. They have nice spaces, too. It's not small at all. 
No, yeah. Last time you were there, there was a baby hippo. Oh wow, I love it's hippos. It's really cute. Yeah, they have like they feature animals from Africa, mm-hmm. from Asia, and from Florida. Like they have a whole section mm-hmm. on Florida. They also have like a kangaroo walkabout. Mm, where yeah. you can go walk around with the kangaroos. And they have koalas mm-hmm. as well. Yep. Fun yeah. fact. Fun fact. It's closed for COVID nineteen right now. Gosh, isn't everything? Yeah. Lame. Don't get me started. But now you guys have all this time to plan your trips <laughs> with plenty true. of material. Just go to the first place that opens. You'll have a good time. Yeah, and they have uh, aviaries. I think you said. Yeah. yeah. Oh, they have they have a, they have their own show, uh, Secrets of the Zoo Tampa. But they're on, on National Geo, Geographic. Geo yeah. Wild. Wow. That's cool. That is cool. I'm following that. Yeah, it's really legit, and you can spend uh, an entire day day there easily. Not like Monkey Jungle. It's huge. Yeah, it's huge. You could spend an entire their day there and not see everything that there is. So it's really fun. Fun fun fact about their Twitter, it's a guy holding something. It just doesn't look like the normal profile picture for a zoo. Mm-hmm. It just looks like a guy like holding holding an ant holding an anteater. I don't think anyone cares about the profile picture of the <laughs> Yeah, this isn't good podcasting, but it was zoo. just weird. Like why would why would that be, it, looks, would be? it looks romantic. Why would that be the picture? Oh, it's an anteater. It's weird. But it's kinda of weird like too. Anyway, uh, so moving on, there. this one we put on the list because it's been around for so long and it is definitely worth the trip if you're in the Sarasota, Siesta Key, Clearwater area. Sarasota Jungle Gardens. Have you been? I haven't, but no? I did do some research. Well, tell me what you learned and I will tell you if it's true or not. I believe they are most noted for their flamingo feeding. You can feed flamingos. They have a ton of flamingos. Mm -hmm. They also have animal shows, like a bird show, a reptile encounter. You can meet the keeper, and they'll tell you about the animal. Uh, They have a petting zoo with, like, goats and pigs. And they were founded in the early 1930s, and the man's plan was to make, like, a botanical garden. Mm -hmm. They planted a lot of, like, trees and plants that he had imported, and it became, like, a a nice place to visit. He started charging people, like, 10 cents to come in just to see the plants. And then it's evolved. gone up since then, the price. Yeah, yeah. yeah it definitely mm-hmm. has. It's not 10 cents. No, it's not. And then it kind of evolved over time. It became an official public attraction on New Year's Eve, 1939. Huh. Hmm. That sounds like a good time if you're in 1939 for New Year's. So, uh, yeah, I think the big draw is definitely the flamingo feeding. Because I like to get hands-on with my animals. Same. But, Who know? doesn't? Right? Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Uh, so they have these flamingos that are just kind of free roaming in one of the areas of the the garden. And they have out, um, like, you know, you put like a quarter in and the food oh, comes out. Like the kind you of know? things you give to like fish. Yes, yeah. exactly. And the flamingos are like really chill and acting like they don't care until you put the quarter in that machine. They hear it? They hear, like they don't even, they hear the thing go and they are all over you. Literally, they were like nipping us on the back. Yeah, they can like try- touch yeah. you completely. <laughs> they and they're tall, so they're like kind of like face to face with you, trying to assault you for their crunchies. Their mouths are yeah, like, weird. Don't think that their beak opens where it does when it, you look yeah, at it. It doesn't. It's kind of like like Slope downward. Down. Yeah. yeah, so it doesn't open like like this. Clearly, you can see what I'm doing, but it opens more like like yeah. this. Yeah, uh, but it's really fun. It's really funny. So if you like make someone be the human bait. To go get the food out of the Megan. thing. Oh, I'd love to. Bag. I'm not afraid. Yeah, they do have time. like ridges in their beaks. You know what I mean? But it's hmm. not really scary. But you know what I'm talking about? No, it about? didn't hurt. Yeah, they're just like some pinches. Uh, it was funny. Fun fact of Sarasota Jungle Gardens: um, it has limited hours right now due to COVID-19, but it is open. Okay, that's cool. Something to do. 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. Thursday through Sunday. 
Okay, so it's open on the weekend. It's really go. not that far from Naples or from Myers if you're local like we are. Yeah. I think they open back up on Thursday. Oh, wow. Like that, they're... That's when they open? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Good for them. And it's a cool place to walk around. Uh, the, the gardens are pretty big, and there's little, like, trails that you can go through. If I remember correctly, they had other birds and things and, like, a little... Um, yeah, they have a bird show. Yeah, the birds, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, do yeah. stunts and stuff. Yeah, so it was really Stunt cool. birds. Stunt birds. Birds who do stunts. Flying in the sky. Stunt birds. Gonna bite you in your eye. That's, that's the theme yeah, song. We still remember it. it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, and then we're gonna go really far south to a place that literally I want to go. I want to go every time we're in the Keys, and I always time it wrong. So this is on me. But the Sea Turtle Hospital in Marathon. So sea turtles nest their little eggies on the beaches of the Gulf Coast. And I think actually all around the state. But I know uh, over here our sea turtle season is from May to October. So you're saying we are currently in sea turtle season. We are in sea turtle season. season. Don't Uh, touch them. Don't touch the nests. Uh, The sea turtle people will come around when they see the sea turtles nesting. They'll rope it off with caution tape. But at the sea turtle hospital... Uh, you know, it's kind of the same thing like with manatees. They'll get injured, hit by boats, caught in, like, plastic and stuff like that, and get injured. And they take them into the sea turtle hospital, rehabilitate the ones that they can rehabilitate, and then they let them go publicly. So if you follow them on social media, Instagram, Facebook, or on their website, it'll tell you about when they're going to release the next sea turtle, which they usually do really, really early in the morning. So if you're driving through the Keys or if you're near the Keys then, uh, you can go and watch them release them. I've seen the videos, but I've never actually been. And on that note, I do want to say we are drinking our banana daiquiris. I'm done with With mine. bamboo straws. We are. Or hay straws. Well, Even? yeah, it's hay. Okay. The point is, it's safe for sea turtles. Tea turtles. Tea turtles. It is safe for sea turtles. Hay straws are sea turtle approved. It won't get stuck in their little nosies. I know you've yeah. seen what this. What the tea turtles the plastic. <laughs> the tea turtles? Tea turtles? What's the tea? tea. Mm-hmm. Spill the tea. Uh, hay, I learned, is actually a wheat byproduct. Oh, it's really? It's a byproduct of wheat. Uh, so now we're coming up to our segment we like to call... Tips and dip. 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 So lots of places uh, that we've mentioned, and of course a lot that we haven't, offer special experiences with animals. So guys, what tips do you have for maybe places that don't offer special experiences? Or what do you recommend if someone's coming to Florida and they're like, I want to meet some animals? How do you plan your trip? Well, if you're going to do something like Shy Wolf for mm-hmm. the Zoological Wildlife Foundation, definitely book in advance, plan That's in advance. That's a big one. Yeah. Yeah. Because even the ones at, like, the the bigger parks, like Disney, SeaWorld and stuff, that stuff, like, there's the Starlight Safari at Disney's Animal Kingdom launch. They make reservations a year out, and they, like, book up. So if you want to get in, you have to plan pretty far in advance. So that's a really good tip. Bring, yeah. uh, like, zoo-approved snacks. Mm. But maybe some nuts or some berries, things that you can safely give to the animals, and maybe you'll entice them. Maybe something they, they don't have every day. Lure them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So there's a lot of places that will allow you to feed animals, and some places that will explicitly tell you no that they're on a special diet or they don't want them to get used to human inter- interaction. So definitely do your research before you go. Um, yeah. Do you have any tips, Scare? Um, I mean, as our resident bear. <laughs> 
You may have noticed that Garrett has had the most limited experience with animal encounters. <laughs> Garrett hates animals. I like other things more. Yeah. Ew. <laughs> um, I mean, one thing that I've realized, like, from growing up here, not being able to do any animal encounters at, like, theme parks or anything, like, seeing that they're not insanely expensive, like, they're, they're worth it. Like, mm-hmm. they're really cool. Um, you get to learn a lot about them and, you know... I think that's something that I got that I missed out on a lot when I was younger, and whenever I go to any of those places, I want to do one of the encounters now. Yeah, you guys did the penguin encounter at SeaWorld, right? Was it at SeaWorld? Yes, we did the. I think it was the backstage tour at SeaWorld. It wasn't that much, right? Where you got to pet a penguin. Oh, that's not that bad. Yeah, so that's that's a good point too. You know, a lot of times, uh, depending on the level of interaction you're going to get with the animal. These things can be pretty expensive. Uh, so just always read the fine print because there's some tours that are purely educational. Might take you like backstage at a zoo, uh, but you don't actually get to interact with them. And there's some places too, like if you really, really, really want to interact with a certain kind of animal, there's probably a lot of places uh, in Florida that you can do it because the weather around here is always pretty much perfect. So. You know, I just realized there is one animal hotspot that we forgot to talk about. Let's talk about it. It's Wait, kind of infamous. Guess. I'm okay. sure you've heard of it. Carol Baskin's <gasps> Big Cat Rescue. Big Cat Rescue with Carol Baskin. You started the podcast. I did, with... for all my cool cats and kittens. So, uh, Big Cat Rescue is also in Sarasota. No, it's near Tampa. Tampa area. It's in Tampa. Tampa area, yeah. So, I've never been. My sister's been. Big old boo there. They have tons of cats, like tons. All different kinds. Big Lynx, cats. bobcats, mm-hmm. tigers, lions, servals. But... What we've recently discovered, according to the website, is that mm. it is not open to visitors. Interesting. It was previously open to visitors. Until. There's no special noting about it being closed for COVID-19. Huh. It is just not open to visitors. So I don't know if she's concerned about the controversy from Maybe she's afraid Tiger they're going to snoop around. Or her killing her husband. And, and find, find her body. husband's there, body. Yeah. I think that there's probably a lot of people coming to dig. She says too many people were bringing shovels. I can't have these That's people it. here. That's it. That's true. You know, metaphorical shovel. She thought we'd find the sardine oil. The sardine oil she used. Don't get me started on Exhibit A. Carol Baskin, care to comment? Would you like to come on the thing. show, Carol Baskin? Carol Baskin, if you'd like to come on and defend yourself, let us know at the Dip Crew on Twitter. We'd be happy to have you on. You would, just don't, not in the house. Do you call in? Definitely call. Well, yeah. we'll call you. Just yeah. slide into our Feel DMs, free to Carol share Baskin. this podcast. Tag Carol Baskin. We'd <laughs> yeah. love to have her. We Let would clear absolutely, the name. yeah, come clear the air, Carol. If you're Baskin. so innocent. Yeah. <laughs> Why do you guys think Big Cat Rescue's closed to visitors? Let us know. Let us know. It's like, it's like we're Howard Stern. Like, we think they're all going to come. They're all going to come for interviews. <laughs> Maybe one day. Joe Exotic. got to aim high. Prison? We can call him. We can call him. I'll, we'll love cover that. the collect Is call. he still in prison? I actually never watched the latest yeah, episode. Yeah, he's still okay. in prison. Yeah. I heard it wasn't good. The latest episode? Yeah. Well, really? this this is not a podcast about Tiger Sorry. King. I mean, it, can it is be. about animal encounters. And Carol true. Baskin has one of the most infamous places that you can no longer visit. That's true. Those who have maybe care to comment. Possibly yeah. COVID nineteen, but maybe. Mm-hmm. It's and we'll let you know when it's back open, so we can all go there. Go and there dig. and just hang out and not do and any not bring hunting. shovels. Right. Exactly. Don't bring a, don't bring a shovel. Bring like a a, tr- a tr- trouble. A trowel. 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 So it's more subtle. She a won't trowel? It. It's yeah, like a garden shovel. It's like a little handheld shovel. Hmm. So like you, you, you can hide that. You know what I mean? But it's you like can't a hide shovel. a shovel. Yeah. 
Trowel. It's a trowel. So trowel. fancy. A I don't trowel. know about your big words. Okay. All right, so now it's time for you to join in on the fun at home as we challenge you to this week's Day in Paradise trivia question. You guys excited? Yep. Yes. Uh, yes. Yeah. Woohoo! You're entering to win our Just a Day in Paradise sticker pack, which represents some of our favorite places in Florida. So here we go. We talked about manatees today in Crystal River. I've touched them. You Me can too. too. Yep. Uh, manatees are mammals, not fish, Garrett. Garrett I thought they were fish. No, I'm just kidding. No. Uh, so manatees are mammals, and like all other mammals, they nurse their young with milk. From their mammary glands. That's called science, Garrett. Okay? Animal boobs. Animal boobs. But if you see quick? a baby manatee nursing, it's not from the place on your body that you would quite expect it to be. So if you think you know where a manatee's nips are, <laughs> <laughs> let us know on Twitter at the Dip Crew or email me at Steph. Adjust a day in paradise.com and we will select one winner at random and shout you out on our Instagram story. So good luck. Alright, everybody, I broke Garrett, but thank you for tuning in to Just a Podcast in Paradise. We know you have your choice of travel podcasts, and we thank you for choosing to travel with the dip crew. We would love if you would subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Who knows? what we're going to talk about next. Maybe, maybe Carol Baskin. Maybe. Maybe more Manti nips. Maybe more Manti You don't know. We're going to find nips on every single <laughs> animal in Florida. So, if you want to know more, you can also follow us on Instagram at Just Take a Dip for daily updates on what's happening around the state. And check out our YouTube can- channel, Just a Day in Paradise, for destination ideas, unboxing things you might want to take on your trip, and copycat recipes from some of our favorite places in paradise. We're wishing you a little bit of sunshine wherever you are, and we hope to see you soon. Bye, everybody. Goodbye. Nice. Goodbye. Bye. Just take a nip. Just. I was thinking that. <laughs> Gosh, I walked right That's into that one. That's what made me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> it's a dip slip. Just take a nip. <laughs>